the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Slave and Jesus the Deliverer. And now here's Bishop Caldwell. Don't you think for one moment that God has not pitied us in this country and he's trying to find some people that would do the right thing by us and he can't find them. Can't find them. Because they want to be reelected so they're not going to help us because they want their job back. But they cried out and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob heard their cry by reason of their bondage and he remembered his covenant. Now today, we don't have access to that covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because we started out reading in the 15th chapter of Genesis, but if you read above those verses, you're going to find out that it was an act of redemption. Abraham was asleep, and God came through those animals that were cut up, which means that salvation belongs to the Lord. And so by reason of their bondage and crying out, God heard their cry. Man, people like Sojourner Truth and Harriet Tubman and, 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 and Booker T. Washington and George Washington Carver and W.E.B. Du Bois, and all those people cried out in their generation. Oh, yes, yeah, so we got access to a public toilet. We, 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 you know, all that stuff. And still stuff is being held away from us. And they're still redlining these communities. And they're putting prices so high on houses to Negroes can't move in those neighborhoods. It's still going on. It's just under another camouflage. So the white man is mad at us because... We're no longer under bondage to him in this and that, even though we raised their children and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren for pennies. Take a child to the nursery today for somebody to watch your child, and you got to pay them almost $200 a week. What did they pay our four parents? Zero. So God had pity on Israel and God will have pity on us now when we get to this place God is not in the business of putting people in bondage God is in the business of bringing people out of bondage now we don't have a covenant as it relates to uh, with uh, Abraham Isaac and Jacob but however we got one with Jesus <laughs> We got a covenant with Jesus. What does covenant mean? It means a contractual agreement. Through the blood of Jesus, our prayers can be answered. Through the blood of Jesus, our petitions can be made known. Through the blood of Jesus. But how many Negroes want to be free? 
That's the question. Because freedom requires responsibility. I said it forever. You want to empty the jails out? When you Negroes get paid on Friday, go home. Go home. Fry your fish at home. Feed them cheering them hot dog wieners at home. Strengthen the family at home. Get out of these streets. Why all the killing in the city? Because some rich white folk or some Arabs or whoever they are are paying these children to go and kill. That's why it's going on. They're turning young black men into assassins and they're paying them to go and kill in these neighborhoods. That's what's going on. You ain't figured that out yet? So God had pity on his people. And if we would just pray, we can't even get some of y'all to come back to prayer meeting. Because it ain't important to you. We have to pray our way out of this. And we're just one church in Shreveport in a big old world like this. But one can make a difference. If you're too busy to come to prayer meeting, you're too busy. And we're talking to the God that lives in the third heaven and hears us in the first heaven and will answer our petition. Some of us, we, we need to understand there, was, there is power in numbers. All right, moving right along. Exodus, uh, the uh, third chapter, 19 through 22. To show you how serious God is about us getting paid. All right. Exodus chapter 3. Verses 19 through 22. And I am sure. That the king of Egypt will not let you go. No. Not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand. And smite Egypt. With all my wonders. Which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that. Pharaoh will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor and of her who sojourneth in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters and you shall despoil the Egyptians. Why so many raggedy black children? Why so many raggedy unclothed black little girls? Because we have not been paid. It's right in the Bible. God wants us paid, and we need to come together and pray until that happens. I didn't realize how important prayer was until I kept reading, you know, men ought to always pray and not faint. The black community, for the most part, has fainted because we tried everything. We, we elected people to say, you know, I'm going to stop crime. I'm going to do it. They can't stop no crime. 
Because evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. But on our knees we're taller than trees. Prayers can make a difference. Jehoshaphat them prayed in their day. And they put the singers out in, in, uh, to go out before the army. And the singers began to sing that song. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. That was it before James Cleveland or Kirk Franklin. And God gave them the victory. See that divisive factor that had divided us in our neighborhoods, in our churches, in our minds. Because too many black people want to be white. And somebody need to tell you that as far as their laws are concerned and the laws they make, you'll never be equal. So the best thing to do is be who God made you to be. <laughs> be who God made you to be. I'm not ashamed to be a black man. I'm not ashamed of this gospel that God has given us to set every captive free. And see, the problem that came in a long time ago, according to Henry Louis Gates Jr., the problem came along in this big brouhaha that the white folk had going on is that the white man in his ignorance and in his prejudice and in all the rest of the stuff that he's involved in did not believe, did not think that the gospel was for anybody but white people. And so since that was his basic thought, the big brouhaha was, okay, if, if this gospel is preached to black people and they receive Jesus and Jesus, the deliverer, sets them free. We ain't going to do that in society. We need for them to work our fields. So if you preach the gospel to the Negro and he gets free, he's not going to be free in society because we need him to be a slave. Hello? Mm -hmm. Now let your mind chew on that for a minute. Christ came with this gospel to set the captives free. The white man said, oh no. Mm -mm. All them acres in my field out there, I need to keep, keep them Negroes behind a hole and, 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 and clearing my fields out, planting my crops, making me and my family rich. So I'm going, I'm going to make a Negro, he's my property. And that's why they forbid Negroes to marry during slavery. Because they said, see all this is evil, twisted evil. They said property can't marry property. So if the Negro get free in, with Jesus, he ain't going to get free of the bondage we got them in. Because I, I ain't getting out there. I'm keeping them out there in my field. 
Hello? Exodus chapter 6. You have no idea how hard I prayed about this message. And I realize I got to change. I have changed. I'm interested in what is eating at us right now. In our generation. Because your grandmother went to sleep with this message in her heart. Our foreparents wish to see this day. And when Dr. King finally got it, they killed him. Come on, everybody. We need a Malcolm X and we need a Dr. King. All right, Exodus 6. Now, God says he's going to bring us out. Now, watch this, verses 1 through 8. And I'm going to kind of speed up a little bit. No, I ain't. Watch this. Then the Lord said unto Moses. Who said unto Moses? Lord. Who said unto Moses? Lord. Whose word is this? Lord. Right there. Then the Lord said unto Moses. Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand. Shall he let them go. And with a strong hand. Shall he drive them out of his land. Now, I want to pause right there right quick before I move on. <laughs> you know why Pharaoh wanted them out? Because those plagues. See, when it stopped going right for the white man, he's going to try to figure out what in the world, all my crops dying, all this and that. And God's going to say, you got them Negroes over there you mistreating. See, to come against this system, you have to have a power greater than them. <laughs> you got to. All right. In verse 2, And God spoke unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham. Now God ain't letting that go. In Old Testament, he's not letting that go. And he does not want them to forget it. And I appear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. And I have also, now watch this covenant, and I have also established my covenant, my contract with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, Wherein they were strangers. Now, 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 now right here where, where we were strangers in this country. Brought over here in chains. By the hundreds of thousands. And have not been given reparation. We need God to move. We need for him to move. Because we have a covenant contract. I'm going to show you that in just a minute. We have a covenant with God now through Jesus. But if we're not interested in him enforcing the covenant, then what you think is supposed to happen? Nothing. The Lord won't answer our prayers so, so, so badly until he says, before you call, I'll answer. Amen. 
I can't get some of y'all to call. You satisfied just the way things are. You, your husband, Joe, y'all four and no more. Don't you know the world is bigger than four of y'all? Are you or are you not your brother's keeper? Because you're doing well. You know, don't, don't rest on your laws. Somebody else needs the Lord. Somebody else needs a blessing. If we're not helping people, we're hurting people. Now you go figure. Which are you doing? This is bigger than all of us. So in verse 4, and I have also established my covenant with them, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. Let me pause right there for a minute. I was asked a question by a well-meaning believer a few months ago. That question was, what did I think about what was going on in Israel and when uh, the Palestinians were lobbing all those rockets over into Israel, the one that could get past the Iron Dome, what did I think about it? The way that Israel was acting over there. Well, I said, first of all, God gave that land to them. He didn't give it to the Palestinians. That land belongs to Israel. Amen. Enough said. And you ought to protect your land. Amen. And some of you all that are, that are, that are, whatever y'all are, that don't have a gun. I got four. And after that, the corner can come pick up the carnage. In a world like this, you ain't got no way to take it. Well, the law gonna take care of me. He is until he tells you you need a gun. Jesus asked his disciples one day, he said, how many swords you all have? Say, we got two. He said, well, that's enough. He never did say disarm yourself. In a world like this, you're going to disarm yourself? With home invasions? With people taking your car at the red light? You have to help the Lord to take care of you. <laughs> All my help comes from the Lord in this 38. <laughs> now you go on with your hallelujah self with that bullet in your back. <laughs> Verse 5. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel whom the Egyptians keep in bondage. And I have remembered, hallelujah, I have remembered my covenant. In other words, they ain't going to stay there. I guarantee you that. I'm bringing them out. Mm -hmm. Verse 6, Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out. From under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will rid you. Out of their bondage. And I will redeem you. With an outstretched arm. And with great judgments. And I will take you to me. For a people. And I will be to you a God. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God. 
who bringeth you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians of the white man. And I will bring you in unto the land concerning which I do swear to give it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I told you, God ain't going to let that go. And I will give it you for an heritage. I am the Lord. Now, you know, we use the euphemism. Keep it real. Keep it real. Well, let me ask you a question. Why don't you go down there and pay the taxes on your grandmama's property? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. What about your heritage? What about the land that the Lord blessed your grandfather to buy way back young in the 40s? Why don't you want to keep that? God is interested in land acquisition. When the children of Israel got over there, what did God do? Through Joshua, they divided the land. And then not only that, God put in his, in his word a commandment, do not remove your neighbor's landmark. Don't be stealing other people's property. I keep telling the church, everything you're concerned about, God is concerned about. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Now, you know that covenant that God keeps talking about that he had with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? We have a covenant with him. We have a contractual agreement with God that we ain't going to hell. And if whatever happens to us in this world, then we're supposed to take authority over it. Yes. Now, whether there's sickness, whether there's poverty, whether there's disease, whatever it is, God is going to remember his covenant. He's trying to get us to remember it. Amen. Matthew chapter 26. I don't care how many people want to write another book they call the Bible. No, you can write whatever you want to write, but this is the real deal. Somebody asked me years ago, well, Pastor, why do you believe the Bible? I said, well, you got to believe something in this world, and I believe the Bible. You come against this, I come against you with this. I ain't got no problem. I ain't going to ever have no problem. Because I'm going to tell you how the cow eat the cabbage and didn't belch. Matthew 26 and verse 28. For this is my blood of the new testament, the new contractual agreement, the new covenant, which I shed for many for the remission of sins. So we have a covenant today, the body of Christ, with the Lord Jesus Christ, who set the captives free. Well, now, Lord, I'm free inside. I want to be free in society. And only you can set me free. Because if you set me free, I'm free. Now, he set us free through faith in Christ and calling upon him for redemption. 
Because Jesus is the slave's emancipator. So I got all that. So I should not allow anything that my heart desire, want, or wish that's commensurate with his word to become a stumbling block. It should be a stepping stone to greater things. And all this, this stuff this white man got going, all this racial prejudice and all this division is nothing but Satan. And he's working overtime with all this hatred and confusion and all that. You know the best way to do that? Rebuke it in the name of Jesus and go ahead and live your life. So this New Testament is in the blood of Jesus. John chapter 13. This new contracted agreement that we have. I guess the reason I'm, I'm, I'm down so hard on these white preachers. Today's message, The Slave and Jesus, The Deliverer, FC3080, FC3080 is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is Will I do his will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. 
much, much love to you. Now the questions up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.